audio. I about turned this over to see if the W looked like an M, and I noticed that it didn't have the lid on it. That would have made a couple of people very upset. Buddy, <laughs> why you look tired? I well, cause I got exhausted today. Really? Why? Well, just Not from work. Just but what? people. Oh, just a long day today. It's just, well, it's just one of them days. <laughs> hmm. I'd rather. Okay, then we won't. We can talk about whiskey instead if you'd like to. Let's do on this little podcast that we do. Let's talk about how many people don't know where Wisconsin uh, is. We're gonna get to that, Rob. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. I do like the little choker thing on there. That's kind of neat. What we're drinking today, before we get into it here down the road, is called W for Wisconsin. I'm assuming. Or, I'll assume it's for Wisconsin. Peter Whalen, whoever the distiller guy is. Uh, where it does this distillery come? This is the 45th Parallel Spirits LLC. 45th Parallel Who's Spirits in Wisconsin. Name? Is it a W? Uh, the distiller is. Doesn't say on here. It does too. Who, what, when, where, why? It's on that whole thing. Oh well, it doesn't say. It's it's who? Paul Werney. Paul Werney. Okay. I don't know why they put it Warney, come a Paul. Because on the it's back a though. W, you Nimrod. Oh, I see why. They Everything did that. starts with the W. There we go. Mystery solved. W. George W. Otherwise known as Wisconsin Wheat is what it's called. I found this uh, about a month ago when I was in Wisconsin. Guess where, folks? In Wisconsin. <laughs> At a place called the Cellars Wine and Spirits. It was their store pick. And the guy let me try it, and I liked it, so I thought I'd better buy a bottle and bring it on back. Well, this so is going to be better than the next couple of things. Try some weeded. Rot back. What? What do you think I'm going to do next? Yeah, I know. What do you, you think is going to happen? You're going to make me drink candy corn whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's what's going to make this fun for me. This candy is the corn only whiskey. Thing that makes it fun for you. An Appalachian sipping cream. I got a couple. We're going to throw on here. The Eggo Brunch oh, in a that, Jar. That's that's the Appalachian. That, that's the Appalachian Sippin' Cream. Yep. Get ready for that uncomfortable flavor in your mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, it's got to beat the fish crap that they were drinking earlier today. Oh, did you go over for that? Yeah, I did go over to that. Uh, well, that's been a viral. That's been that's been a TikTok trend going around. It's this can of 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 fish. Right, a literal, it's a literal tin of fish called Struman something. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a Scandinavian term, and the whole point is is watching these people open it and then just throw up from the smell, because you open it up and people just start. Oh, oh. Amy opened it. We took it down to Founders Park to do it. Well, thank God. Yeah, you didn't so we weren't anywhere here. around anybody. Amy opened it up and just about just about lost it because there was a little squirt of the juice that came out and it got in her hand oh, right no. away. And then the smell, here's how we can best describe it. This is what we decided on after. We think something happened to the can first because nothing was in it but the liquid and the bones of the fish. So I'm thinking it had a a bubble on it, which in a lot of instances on tin cans means it could have botulism in it. So so by all means, let's open that. Right. So we think that that's what happened. There's a botulism outbreak in western (laughs) South Dakota. You can smell it. We didn't eat it, though. Um but the smell of this 
is here's how here's how best described. Oh, I thought you guys were gonna like drink this or something. Well, we we thought about it, and we might get another one that's not damaged to try it for real. But we just didn't feel comfortable with this because a lot of signs pointed to no on this one. Okay, <laughs> but it smelled when your daughters uh, were were babies. Did you ever have a diaper genie? Oh yeah. Okay. Do you remember how the diaper genie smelled? It smelled better than the diapers. Times fifteen is what this smell was. Okay. But now take into take take into account the diaper kind of breaking open a little bit and then in the diaper genie, right? Uh-huh. Okay. It was like that and then like a burn pit of dead animals. Combine those two, ramp it up as much as your brain can ramp it up, and that's what it smelled like. This is supposed to be whiskey at work, not I'm sorry. contest. I know. Work. You asked me about that though, and it I, I, I had to Scouts said the flies were, were almost oh, all in immediately it was crazy. And then immediately died. Yep. Two flies just dropped into the thing, drowned. That was it. They were dead. We're like, well, there's no way we can eat this. There's just no way. It was so terrible. Flies might have been the best part of that whole thing. Oh, it was. She got a great video. Uh, You'll have to follow us on our social medias to to see it. Okay. Or or don't. (laughs) We're going to get another can. And you can still follow us, but I'm not sure I'd tune in for that. Now, a couple of podcasts ago, we had talked with Sheila from Sazerac, the Sazerac company. Yep. And it was a great, great hour-long podcast, probably the longest ones we've ever done. But if, I like if you how have a, you're wearing boots that makes it look like you actually go outside and yeah. do shit. I got my Timberlands on. Uh, my Timmies. They're not scuffed, are they? I don't have any scuff marks on them? I can't. Certainly not. Okay, I good. know. You good. go from one carpeted area to another. So stop sure. interrupting me with my boots. I'm I mean, sorry. I know they look nice. But we talked with Sheila a couple of podcasts ago, Sazerac, uh, rep for that. Great. I want people to go back and listen to it because it was a lot of fun to talk to her. Yeah, the Indian whiskey, the Paul John. Yeah. It was really good. Um, they've got to be, she's got to be riding extremely high today because um, Buffalo Trace has just been awarded, um, what did it say here? I don't know. You they that. were, they're, they're, they're now, whoops, I had to, there it is. They're now the American Whiskey Producer of the Year for the fourth year in a row. That's the insane. Whiskey producer of the year for yep. the fourth year in a row. This is by Drinks International's International Spirits <laughs> Challenge. on by people at Buffalo Trace. <laughs> they in this in this contest though they won thirty eight medals including one double gold, thirteen golds. Um, they came out on top in the American Canadian whiskey category, which had an estimated one hundred and fifty total entries. So, congratulations well, what, 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 to Sazerac. What, what, what Canadian whiskey? I don't. Well, I don't know what. Uh, just in the American Canadian whiskey category. Under that category, they won all this stuff. So I don't know if they won for a Canadian, but it was in that category, right? Well, you didn't seem to research this very well at all. Wow. From the guy that does all the research. Well, I'm just saying if it. I was doing the research, I'd have a okay. few more questions is all I'm saying. Next week, then, you can research candy corn whiskey, Rob. Okay. <sighs> um, I think I'm sick next week. <laughs> also, speaking of Sazerac, uh, Buffalo Trace has announced the launch of the Prohibition Collection. Which is a yeah, this fu- seems to be causing a little bit of a stir. It, it is apparently. This is a five bottle collection of whiskeys that honors the spirits legally produced at the distillery during Prohibition. I love the names of these, though. That was my favorite thing. Um, oh, you, you actually researched that part of it, or was it just included in the? Wow, Old Stag. <laughs> I don't know why this one. surprises they, you. Still, I don't know either. We've been doing this for years. They also had well, okay, so it was Old Stag is one Golden Wedding. Is the second one. Is that a song by Billy Idol? Three features, Walnut Hill, and my favorite name on the list, the George T. Stagg Spiritus Frumenti. How about that? 
that's just plum weird. 375 milliliter bottles for five, these five. Five of them. $1,000. Good luck, folks. <laughs> oh, but, but you're not going to you're, you're gonna buy these and you're not going to open them and drink them. Well. I mean, you had $1,000 that you could just blow right now and this is what you wanted. Are you ever going to open those bottles to drink them? That's the thing. Why do they do this then? Why do they? It's a money grab. But don't they want people to drink it? Are we, are we just, can we just drink it, please, everybody? That would be nice. I mean, 375 is barely enough to share with people. I mean. Right. I got that little 200 milliliter of crab trapper. I've stretched that out for a year and a half now. There's a reason. (laughs) There's a definite reason behind that. I still got like two shots left in there. I get it. I mean, it's and you know they probably didn't produce all that much, but and, you know, and it probably was hard to go back and find those recipes and. Well, I and, don't know, maybe you know, but um, as hard as most of the rest of their stuff is to find, it'd be nice if they put out a product that was just going to be readily available on the yeah. show. And just, okay, so make this the one that's hard to get or whatever for $1,000, but just start pumping out some Eagle Rare, all right? right? Just, put, yes, just start pumping out all of that. Sheila, if you have any control over that, <laughs> right. if you have, you know, have just any Just start going to town on just, that one. You can sell that and then just start crapping out the E.H. <laughs> Taylor and the Eagle Rare. Uh, okay, Thanks. well, this, this was news that I was kind of surprised about, too, because it seems like... Jack Daniels is putting out so much new stuff. I know. After all of a sudden, it's hard to keep up, which is weird. Two hundred years of right. <laughs> nothing new. They're crapping these things out every couple of months. It's awesome because we are familiar with the twice barreled, right? And we're also familiar uh, with the not the twice barreled. I'm talking about the uh, uh, the 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 three. What is it? Come on, help me out here. I got the barrel top the in my office. Mash? The triple mash. There we go. Right. <laughs> God, that's that has the American single malt in it. Yeah, it's a mix of their rye, their their Tennessee, and their, their uh, single malt. And then right? what was the other one they had that had the American single malt in it? The, they did the twice barrel American. Twice barreled, right? Uh, yeah, the twice barreled American single malt, which was a five year single malt and then aged, finished in an Oloroso sherry. Cask. Okay, so that's where I got confused with this because that's what I thought this was. But it isn't, right? They have what's now called the Jack Daniels American Single Malt Whiskey. Not the triple mash, the, yeah, not the, the twice barreled. Right. Just American Single Malt Whiskey. Yeah, the, the triple mash is a blend of the three right. grain bills, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And the and the the heritage barrel, twice barreled. That's just their line of the heritage barrels that they're right. doing. Yeah. yeah. So then that one was a single barrel right this i believe from the research that i did (laughs) finally (laughs) (laughs) this is essentially the same thing as the heritage barrel twice barreled rye Mm -hmm. but it's a it's a blend for a more consistent flavor it follows all the same rules as tennessee whiskey it's it's you know charcoal mellowed and it's in the in the single use charred american oak barrel right it's aged for five years it's finished in an Oloroso sherry cask, exactly the same as the twice-barreled single right. malt. 
but they're taking the barrels and blending them together for a more consistent flavor across the board. And according to this, they're using a different kind of barley than they use in their other whiskeys, too. So there's a little little twist I'm going to assume, and may be wrong, so if anybody else out there knows, I'm guessing for their single malt stuff, it's a different barley than it is for any of the barley they use in Jack Daniels number seven or Gentleman Jack or that could be it. Bon, yes. You know what I mean? Because there is a little, a little barley in all of those, but this is probably a single bar, malt mm-hmm. just used for the single malt or the barley used for the single malt. Here's the kicker on it then. Can you get it? No. Sure, if you're flying to Singapore. If you're going overseas, this right now is only going to be at duty free outlets in your airports okay and they some did this military installation some so yeah get so out to Ellsworth, you know somebody i do know somebody and i'll have her out there quite frequently to see if it's there um they did this with the bonded when it first came out too yep they had it just at the duty freeze um i will be at denver international uh the week of thanksgiving so i'm gonna try to Find somebody that's flying internationally. <laughs> I will, too, if I get the opportunity. Or I'll just go in, and and if people are browsing, I'll be like, hey, man. Hey. Hey, here's, everybody. Hey, everybody. Here's a here's $110. <laughs> just go buy me that bottle of Jack over there if you would. It's like making a deal outside of the yeah, 7-Eleven from the local drunk. I mean, it's it's 100 bucks. Except it's going the other way. The local yeah. drunk is paying somebody else to buy right. him the booze. <laughs> I know. How weird would that be? It felt like you're 17 all over again, oh asking somebody outside of a duty-free to buy you <laughs> buy you some whiskey. I'm going to try. I'll see, I'll see what I can do. If they have, if they have any yeah. down there in November. Uh, I wish I had known this a little while ago. My buddy from Japan was just here. Oh, yeah, he could have easily. I wonder if he... Well, if any of you know anybody that's traveling... he's on a naval base in Japan. Maybe even better. figure this out. Yes, and he could get us a bottle. It's 100 bucks at the duty-free. Is which, there... is, which is funny. Because, I mean, not funny, haha, but <laughs> like the, the twice barrel was like less than that when I bought it. I mean, and was, the bonded wasn't that much either. Now that I think, now about that it. you can get it here, right? right. Uh, okay. Last story. Again, this has kind of been uh, this has kind of been <laughs> Buffalo Trace heavy for this one. Well, but you know they're the one making that's, news that, that's making everywhere booze. for the first Might, time we, we could ever. A, we could try a, a, a shoot off of whiskey at work, making news, making booze. No, I, I want to. I still want to. We need to work in the term booze enthusiast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who said that we could have that, but somebody's like, I just came up with that, and you can have it. So, booze enthusiast. Uh, like copyrighted it. right now. Don't take it, anybody. I said it here. Yeah, we've so said it live We've already said it. Air. Yep, so you can't have it. Um, it wasn't AI generated. And we Did do, you see that? What? This is way off topic. So <laughs> Why not? I know. We're here. <laughs> and drinking. So, there was a artist who made this work of art that was AI generated. He said that he put in the terms into some AI generation mm-hmm. art thing 624 times, and it came up. It was this, like, wedding scene at a castle or something. And then manipulated it in Photoshop on a number of different levels or areas. And then filed for a copyright, and they rejected him because it was not human-made. It was AI-generated. It won some big award at the Denver International Art Show or something. 
Hmm. There you go. I mean. Okay. Really quick. Who? Who? Who's? Who's? Who's in the wrong? Or who's? Who's? Who's right? Who's wrong in this situation? Well, he, he technically didn't create it, no matter how many times he put it in. Well, but still, the might... AI still did the work. Well, but did they? Yes, it created the image, and then he just manipulated that image. It would have been just like taking the Mona Lisa, and he and he gave her a tats, and uh, you know, and then entered which it I'm, saying, which I'm sure has been done. Right, but that's not his but work. It's still, it's it's still. It wasn't like automatically AI generated. The human dude still had to type the stuff in to begin with. He instigated mm. the process. Yeah, but I could type commands into a computer program, right? That wait, that analogy doesn't work. Oh, what a complicated age we live in right now. I mean, now, that's huh? that's the fight right now. Yeah, is that who and how do you? regulate and give credit to if you but the thing is is if you type it all out into ai you have the vision of what it's going to look like then just paint that or, or make it in photoshop or he whatever doesn't have the skills to paint it and he had the skills to then type he's it not in. an artist there i said it <laughs> two people i'm not listening to these guys anymore i'll cut our listeners down to seven god dang it <laughs> Anyway, let me get back <laughs> to plenty, this. Plenty of music you've been playing that <laughs> I would argue. No, speaking of music. Oh, good. This Buffalo Trace, this is the first time they've ever done this. First of its kind collaboration. They have teamed up with American Country Music Award winner, 11-time American Country Music Award winner, Christopher Stapleton, to produce a brand new bourbon that's called The Traveler. What? You're not excited. You're not excited. Well, I was just, you know, well, I thought Chris was a, you know, smooth Tennessee whiskey guy. Now it's now he's a. I think I think he guy. just sings the song about. Well, Tennessee I know, and whiskey. it was a it was a remake. Think, I get that. Yeah, right. So not really his. No. Great song. Though, it was a good course. song. It's a good rendition. No, uh, Traveler Whiskey. Um, I don't know when it's going to be out. Don't know when it's going to be available. But I would like to just because it's a, it's a, it's the first thing you know. It's a one of a kind thing that's never been done before with Buffalo Trace. That to me, that's even if it's not good, that's the appeal to me. That's the uniqueness of it. That's the kind of stuff I'm looking the, for. Their first celebrity endorsed. Yeah, a collaboration. Collaboration. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure Chris is over there going. Yeah, put in some more of the barley. <laughs> no, he's not. They're you know, like, you know what? It'll make it better. All they're all doing is master's distiller guy. They're just saying, Chris, sign this. We need more. All right. <laughs> yeah, you put your name on it. And we'll cut you a check. Right. Is, I'm kind of. And the I'm money kind rolls of over in. the whole celebrity endorsed thing. It's just like it's adding price to it. Adding cost expense. Yeah, it's never. It's never. Uh, I mean, it's I never a decent they, price for it, right? I get why people do it. Or the you know the businesses do it because you know it's, mm-hmm. oh it's Chris Appleton he's a big deal, right? I just I don't know if I'm gonna jump up and down to buy. Any well, more we paid almost two hundred dollars for a celebrity whiskey, which I don't think we'll ever pay that much for again. And it was good, the Gypsy from Eric Church. Oh yeah, that one. But that was actually uh, not but just I, that's not just endorsed. He's part of the. company right air quotes uh, company that does this yeah he's part of the company that he because he financed it or they put his name on it and so they could get a loan somebody's got to sign the check to get that stuff rolling man right all right okay that's about all the whiskey news that we had today that's the celebrity endorse anything you know what we were supposed to get one of those back in april remember 
Well, this that was the Dixon thing, wasn't it? No, that was the, was that the it was a numbered. It was a whiskey with a number like 54 or 541 or wasn't that based from the Dixon Flannel Company? Am I getting that completely? Oh, that wrong? that certainly could have. And I don't and I see it I on shelves it, everywhere I thought and it they, was associated with them. So I, I thought they were going to let us Be, because the guys over at Cask yeah. said we were the influencers. The influencers, which we now get you guys are probably making fun of us. Now that I think we're about making it. fun of us, you got a shirt that says it. I'm an influencer. Uh, I did. I got to wear that more. Um, <laughs> oh, please. All right. So you've been sipping on this a little bit. Yeah, you and your head could fit out the door. Now, weeded Together, whiskey is not generally your thing. Not. I would say for sure. I'd say you maybe like it a little bit more than some rise, maybe possibly. Yeah, but I mean that depends on the rye too. I mean. I don't dislike the wheats. It's it they it just to me has it has a, a I don't know funky flavor. I right. Mean, there's a lot of guys on our on Dakota whiskey territory that prefer weeded. Yeah. It's just not my okay deal. Um. Well, if you're not familiar with weeded whiskey, um, some of you might not be. It goes back to about the mid 19th century, I think. And of course, again, it's it's now technically a a a, a a Sazerac thing, okay, because the first weeded bourbon-style whiskeys can be attributed to the Stitzler-Weller distillery in Kentucky. Obviously, Weller is a big sought-after weeded bourbon with its line, which is kind of where it comes from. Uh, makers. Makers is yep, weeded. Makers as well. So Stitzler-Weller was like 1935, I believe, um, founded, of course, by Julian Van Winkle. You know best as Pappy Van Winkle. Um they became famous for producing the weeded bourbon called Old Fitzgerald. That's where weeded bourbon kind of uh, is that just based on from. the availability of the grain where they were at. You suspect? Um, well, they're in I Kentucky, mean, so I can't imagine that. I mean, they would have had the corn all over the place. They would have had the, you know. I think I think it's just a, like, hey, let's see what happens when we do this with wheat. We've got a, as much of that as we've got corn. Let's see what right. happens, right? That makes sense. Um. You know, Maker's Mark, W.L. Weller, the Van Winkle family, uh, they all have been making, you know, some pretty sought-after weeded bourbons. So when I, and I do like it, Weller, the Weller Special Reserve, I don't know, I might put it in my top five easily for stuff that I like that I've never been able to find. So whenever I kind of come across one now, I'll give it a shot. And this is the one I found in Wisconsin. It's called W, Wisconsin Wheat. From the 45th Parallel Distillery in Wisconsin. What do you think, Rob? Give me your, uh, hit me. <laughs> I notice, I can, you know how I can tell you don't particularly care for it? I get, let me tell you right now. I'll tell you exactly how I know. Because there's still that much of it in your glass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you don't know how much I started No, with. I do know. I saw how much. But I know, because just have watching you drink over the years... That's how I can tell. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I mean, you know, I'm not, I can't, I can't, I don't have the palate to describe it. I'm trying to figure out where it goes, or where it goes south for me. All right. Because Wisconsin is just a hair skosh south <laughs> just of Maybe it's a little south Minnesota, Minnesota there, which they have to put on the bottle on the map, so you know, so you know which where state it is. Wisconsin is. They do on the back of this bottle. This is all made in Wisconsin. Instead of just putting the state of Wisconsin on it, they have it next to Minnesota, like it normally is, so you know where it is in the country. 
don't know. If you're going to do that, throw on Iowa and Illinois. Yeah, too, but maybe. I mean, if you, if you cover it up to just look at the outline state of Wisconsin, it just looks like it. You know, there's no. There's, most states you can recognize by their outline. Really? South Dakota is square. Yeah, but we got the little dip there in the yeah. corner. That's how you tell, uh, right? Well, I, yeah. I, I'm guessing I could pick out Rhode Island if it was just a state. Oh, well, I'm sure because it'd be tiny. Um, North Dakota <laughs> has the, North Dakota has the slant along the right border, which is easy to discern. Minnesota, uh, the, obviously. The right border? The eastern the right, border? The eastern border, yeah. Well, looking at a map, the right. Um, you know, Montana's easy to tell. Idaho's great. California. It's a little hard Florida, to tell, like Colorado and Texas. Wyoming apart. No, Wyoming's always on top. <laughs> it's, Not if it's all by itself on the bottom. They're both squares. Yeah, that might be kind of tricky, I suppose. <laughs> Can't wait till Colorado Whiskey now puts out <laughs> on Wyoming on top of it. Don't think that's going to happen. Um, oh, God. This is 96 proof. Uh, this, Like I said, this was a store pick from the store that I bought it from. Um, I want to give them a shout out. And I liked it. It was, it was uh, the Cellars Wine and Spirits is what it was called. But here's what was funny about this place. Quick story. So I get online. I have now learned you never get online for a liquor store, right? <laughs> so I get online. I'm I'm looking at their availability, and I see they have, I see birthday bourbon. I'm like, hold up. Right. Scroll down. There's Weller Special Reserve. Scroll down again. There's Eric Church single barrel. I'm like, holy shit, this liquor store. Let's, honey, honey, <laughs> what are we doing this morning? Forget, so we get in the car. the Mall of America. We're yeah, going to don't care. We uh, left my kid asleep and we got in the car <laughs> and headed out across the border. And when I get there, I say, hey, I was on your website. And the guy stopped me instantly. He's like, just stop. I'm like, what? He's like, I don't even know what's on our website. <laughs> I'm like, what? He said, well, we have these companies that do this stuff. They never update. He's like, just, he goes, I, he goes, you know, it's not you guys. He said, but I get just sick and tired of hearing people come in and say, hey, saw this on your website. So my first thought is to be like, well, then do something about it. All right. Yeah. Fix, fix your website. Make it so all of the stuff that you have is there. Uh, not, they have it so it integrates into their point of sale system now. It's not that hard. Right. You would think it wouldn't be. But I've experienced this a couple times with other liquor stores in other states where I'll look at their website first and then go, and they don't have anything that's on there or the stuff that you're really looking right. for, right? So it's clickbait. Yeah. They had this sitting there, and he let me try it, and I liked it. Now that I think back, though, I did have a cold. Hmm. Interesting. Is that it? Okay. It's, uh, it's not really changing it too much for me, though. I do. I still like it. I like, I like weeded with a little water in it, even though they're generally lighter and sweeter. I still will put water in it to break that up a little bit, and... I don't know. I did. I really enjoyed this one. And I, it, I don't dislike it. It's just not one that I would go to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it starts out nice, but then on the swallow, you get that extra, I don't know, is the the bump in the wheat flavor. It's, it's grainy, right? It is. It's, it's almost like if you... Grassy. If you took that powder from the wheat... Sometimes if you've ever just grabbed wheat and kind of held it in your hands and it kind of gets powdery. Not since I was a kid. Okay. It's like wandering out. I there. just do it on the weekends. It's fun. You just put you in, you, put you in a good place. Is that why you got the boots? Um, yeah, right. I got my Tims to go out to the wheat fields. <laughs> Tims. And I just stand what there. What sort of hipster dickhead Tims, are you? Tims, man. You call them Tims. You don't call them Timberlands. They're, the, they're your Tims. 
and you eat them with Tim yeah, Bits. Yeah, if you're when a you go to Tim Hortons, doofus. <laughs> Maybe I want to be. Have you seen my hair lately? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it's ending up like this either. It's kind of driving me crazy a little bit. It's now starting to part down the middle and then curl and hang down my forehead. I don't know. Yeah, ladies, if you're if you're looking for a sure thing. I ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, guy's going to be in his underwear and sipping right. candy corn whiskey playing Call of Duty. Uh, no, Starfield. I'm Star- on, on to Starfield now tonight. Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. Is it, what? It's, uh, it's just a, it's a, do you want me to go into it? You want to do it? You want to do it? You want to do a video game podcast with me, Rob? N- no. Damn it. Okay. I mean, unless it's me sitting around critiquing you while you're playing. It could that be, like, be fun. It could be like when Conan O'Brien does it. Do you ever watch him when he sits down and plays the video games uh-uh. with the guy that worked? So there's a guy that he works with that's really big into it. And then he gets Conan to play the games with him, and Conan hates video games and doesn't like. Oh, <laughs> check would, it out. Go, that go would find be us, They are. Probably. They're very funny. Anyway, uh, um, all I could see, I'd be behind you every time, <laughs> and you just see a great big red mist. Yeah, there'd be a lot of that. <laughs> uh, but this. This one's for candy corn whiskey. This one's for screwball. This one's for- <laughs> screwball's coming out with eggnog, by the way. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, good. The hits just keep on coming. They do. This I like it. It's uh, it does have it does have an earthy kind of aftertaste. It's much hotter than I thought it would be for ninety six proof though too. My first couple swallows, even after I got acclimated to it, still now with a little water in it, there's heat to this. Yeah, for on sure the, on the swallow. Yes, yeah, there totally is, too. and I I could see some people that you know we know I think would really appreciate that. I even think this is something that Dan might like. Um, certainly Shaniqua would want to try this. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think. And, you know, some people that prefer that more higher proof, even though... Did you ever reach out to... No, I haven't yet, because I keep forgetting to do that. You should do that, because... Because he promised us he'd bring up some weed. Do you have his number? I got him on Facebook. Well, I do. That's where he reached out to me. Yeah. I just, so we'll get him up here to talk about his weeded adventure. I, I think we've talked about this a few times, and if he's listening, and just so you know, Troy... He's on the hook for getting back to you because I'm gonna go do it right now. So take that, Rob. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go uh-huh. throw that out there right now, and then I don't know if we'll be able to do this next Tuesday because I really want to get into that candy corn whiskey. So oh, goody. Well, maybe we could just invite a bunch of people up to have some of that. Maybe we'll invite the gang over and see what they we'll think. Have a gaggle of candy yeah. corn. Yeah, like trick or shit yourself. Maybe. <laughs> What? I don't know. Okay. Uh, didn't, candy corn didn't sound like that much of a treat, so I can't come up with Give you some of that fish juice. Uh, Botulinum fish juice. All right. That's all I got, What man. did you do you with it? Else? What? The fish juice. I, um, we were about- You didn't throw it in like the dumpster out here behind the building or anything? No, 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 no. Th- I'm hoping, uh, Leslie, Mitch, and I were down there with this as the, we were filming it. And then the smell, it did. It got so overpowering um, that we were like, look, we're going to walk back. We're just, we're going to walk. So I don't know what everybody else did with it. I'm hoping they just threw it away. But if they would have, God, that poor Parks guy that's got to come dump that garbage out from Founders Park, whoever does the garbage there, we might have, I don't know. There's going to be nightmares that happen. I know, There's going I to know be... the head of the parks department, and I'm going to give her six months and then just see what happens. All right, that yeah, let's let's check back and see if anybody came to her like we picked up some garbage down at Founders Park, and there was something. Oh, there was something in there. So rude. that was terrible. It was. Uh, all right, what else you got, Rob? Anything? 
You're I just excited for nothing, you know. I, I went back whiskey. and revisited that uh, twice-barreled rye again, and I still can't get over how good it is. There are I won't I won't name any places, but there are some places you can find it in town, in the area. In the area, let's put it that way. Yes. Right. Okay. And if you'd like to know where. <laughs> Just go ahead and hook up. Uh, just talk to one of us. Um, and again, uh, I got a guy a bottle of it yesterday. Did you really? Yep. Nice job. And if there's ever one of these, like we've said, you want to taste and you're in the area, all you got to do is get a hold of one of us. You can find us on the Whiskey at Work Facebook page. That's the easiest way to get a hold of us. If you know us personally, send a text or whatever. We'll do that too. Um, you know, like you said last podcast, we love to share this stuff with people. And get your take on it. Just, so just on some of reach this, out. or actually most of it, I've taken the good stuff home. So yeah, that's why we, we got to bring it back. You're gonna have to let me know, <laughs> right? Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks so much the for listening. The candy corn whiskey will be here for a while. Yeah, that's gonna be gone quick, baby. It's Mark and Rob, <laughs> whiskey will work. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network.